Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast for developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. The six steps are establishing a covenant foundation, owning your brokenness, learning to share power, developing emotional attachment, cultivating sexual fireworks, and staying in love. I'm Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. If you believe in this podcast, would like to help me keep it on the air so couples worldwide can receive hope for their marriage, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash marriage steps. Today, I'm going to focus on five ways to improve your marriage during the coronavirus. So five ways to improve your marriage during the coronavirus. So we're living in a very scary time right now. As you know, everything is on shutdown. Everything's about social distancing. Everything's about being quarantined in your home. Revenue's going down. Businesses are shutting down. It's a scary time. And a lot of people are having a lot of anxiety. Makes sense. Very understandable. So I'm going to go through some steps today on how we can leverage this crisis to better your marriage. The first concept I want to go through is called ERG, and it stands for Existence, Relatedness, and Growth. And what this theory talks about is that all people across the planet have those three needs, and they usually go in that order. The first need is existence. So that's how am I going to live? How am I going to eat? How am I going to have food or shelter and clothing, the basics? That's existence. And then when that's satisfied, people go up to the next level, which is relatedness. And that is all about relationships and connecting and improving intimacy and improving community. That's relatedness. And the level up from that is growth. So that can be personal growth. That can be career growth. That can be any type of self-improvement. That's growth. So the majority of people across the planet, according to this theory, ERG, have those top three needs, existence, relatedness, and growth. So one way to think about this one in regards to the coronavirus is a lot of us are in the existence category where we're looking at the basics. Are we going to be able to make it through this crisis? And this is where I would encourage you to turn towards your partner to buckle down on the top four essentials for existence, which includes food, utilities, shelter, and transportation. To really hunker down and process with your partner, how can we make sure those top four are met for us as a couple or as a family? So food, utilities, shelter, and transportation. So this may mean you need to peel back and scale back your spending in other areas that you're used to spending or that you're used to putting money here, putting money there. You may want to consider scaling your spending back to make sure those top four areas for existence are going to be met. So food, utilities, shelter, and transportation. And you also want to consider as a couple talking about, you know, where can we cut back and how much can we start saving to store up our savings so we have more of a sense of security going through this crisis. And that can really require a lot of discussion, a lot of brainstorming together, a lot of unity, because you want to be on the same page around the existence level so you feel like you're facing this crisis together as a team. 
The second thing to consider is as a couple, you want to try to keep perspective. So as one of you may begin really anxious one day, the other one may not be. On other days, the other partner may begin really anxious and the other partner may not be. So to consider how can we help one another keep perspective. And one way to keep perspective is to zoom out of this crisis and to look at the history of our planet over the last hundred years. If you look at the history of our planet, our history as a people, as a human race, we've gone through all sorts of crises. We've gone through major wars. We've gone through natural disasters. We've gone through other major health crises. And we've made it through. We've made it through as a planet and as a human race. We continually go through crises. We continually make it through. And the same thing is going to happen with the coronavirus. This is a major virus. This is a major scare, a major crisis. But we're going to make it through because that's what we've always done. We've always made it through as a human race, as a as a planet. We've always made it through. And think about these other crises that we've had in the past, such as tuberculosis, smallpox, those things used to have no vaccine and impacted lots and lots of people. But now they're vaccined and they're not a concern anymore. Likewise with the coronavirus, eventually there will be a vaccine and it won't be an issue anymore. So just to keep perspective and to zoom out from the crisis we're in right now to more of a historical perspective over the past hundred years as a planet, as a human race, to look at all of the crises we have been through and made it out of. The third thing to consider to improve your marriage during the coronavirus is use the increased time you have together for more emotional intimacy. For most of us, we're staying in our houses around the clock. Maybe we go out to the grocery store here and there, or maybe we have to go into the office once a week, but for a lot of us, we're homebound. So take advantage of that. Take advantage of that extra time with your partner. That's a great opportunity to spend more time talking, doing your head heart check in the morning and at night, having more fun together, playing some board games or darts or ping pong or whatever you can play at your house. But use this increased time for more emotional intimacy, more sharing. What's going on for you? When we go to the head heart check, as a reminder, the head is your agenda. What's going on for you during the day? The heart is mad, sad, glad, or fear, and why? You want to be sharing your emotions, your heart, with your partner daily. That's how you stay close. And as a reminder, you don't want to share anything negative you're feeling with your partner during the head heart check because then they'll associate it with criticism. Use the floor method for any type of negative things you need to talk about with your partner. But instead, the head heart check is a way for you to share how you're feeling on life outside of your marriage, with your job, with the economy, with the coronavirus, with your kids. That's the time to share your heart. If you're not sharing your heart, you're going to be strangers. Because the base of the marriage needs to be friendship. The fourth thing to consider on how the coronavirus can benefit your marriage is leverage this increased time together to increase your physical intimacy. And start with the affection side of things. So touch each other more. Perhaps you can watch more movies together and you can stroke each other's hair or give each other back rubs or cuddle or hold hands or hug more often or stroke each other's arms. Explore each other's bodies. Explore how each other likes to be touched with affection. Everyone's different. As I mentioned before, 
I've had to learn how to give my wife affection because she was raised getting these really light tickles from her mom. And I was raised with my mom who would give me really firm, like tough squeezes. And so for years, I would be giving that to my wife. I would squeeze her and, and rub her you know, coarsely on her arms. And she would say, you never give me affection. And I said, what do you mean? I'm rubbing you and I'm squeezing you and I'm, you know, I'm holding you tight. And she's like, I hate that. You know, I want light tickles and I hate tickles. So I've had to learn how to give my wife the touch that she wants. So use this time together with your wife or your husband or your partner to figure out how they like to be touched with affection. Explore that together. Also use this time to explore more sexual touch. If you remember the wedding cake model of physical intimacy, the base is the friendship. The next tier up is the sensual time. That's where you're taking a bath together or you're giving it sensual massages together. And then from there, if you're both feeling arousal, you move up to the sexual tier. And as a reminder in the sexual tier, look at it more of a buffet. It can be we just make out or it's above the waist or it's below the waist, manual or oral, or it's all of it. But use this extra time during the coronavirus to increase your physical intimacy from affection all the way up to sensual and sexual activity. The fifth thing to consider to improve your marriage during the coronavirus is use this increased time to better your teamwork. You and your partner should be helpmates to one another. Are you? Do you feel like your partner is a helpmate to you? And are you one to them? Because that's the ideal. So use this extra time to discuss topics that need to be discussed in your relationship. Maybe it's topics about kids. You haven't addressed behavioral issues with your kids. You're not on the same page with your kids. One of you is more strict. One of you is more lenient. That takes a lot of time to talk through those issues with your children to get on the same page. My wife and I have this issue because I tend to be the stricter parent. She tends to be more lenient. And so we have to spend a lot of time talking through the topics because she leans loose and I lean tight. That's just how it is. That's how we're wired. And so we have to continually talk about topics with our kids so that we can negotiate and get on the same page so we're a unified front. That takes a lot of effort. And so if you're not having your marriage huddle that once a week time to get on the same page, I urge you to do it now. And perhaps you need to have an extra marriage huddle daily during the coronavirus to make the most of this opportunity. So make a list. What are all the areas you need to increase teamwork with on in your marriage? Maybe it's kids. Maybe it's money. Maybe it is sex. Maybe it's your in-laws. Maybe it's career topics. Whatever it is where you feel like, man, we just don't communicate on that topic. We just don't see eye to eye or we never bring it up. Or when we do bring it up, it doesn't go well. So now we avoid it. Bring all those topics up one at a time from most mild to most intense. And then practice good behavior during those discussions, during your marriage huddle. You want to be bouncing the ball. And as a review, that's sharing power where you state your opinion and your core need and then you bounce that ball saying, what do you think? And you keep doing that back and forth and you adjust your position until you find win-wins. Because that's the essence of a good marriage is you feel like a team. Are you a team with your partner? Because that is the goal. You want to feel like we're teammates. We're helpmates. We have each other's back. And that does not happen automatically. Because what happens automatically is I slide towards what's best for me and you slide toward what's best for you. Now we're antagonistic and we're enemies. So instead, 
use this as an opportunity to increase your teamwork, to talk through these topics you normally don't talk about, to develop a unified front. So those are five ways to improve your marriage during the coronavirus. The first one is consider the existence, relatedness, and growth theory theory and focus on the existence level of shoring up your food, utilities, shelter, and transportation so you feel more secure going through this together as a team. The second is help each other keep perspective by zooming out from the crisis to the past hundred years over the, the across the whole planet with all the wars, natural disasters, and other illnesses we've been through and made it through. Three, use the increased time together for more emotional intimacy, more sharing, more talking, more discussing. Fourth, use the increased time for more physical intimacy, moving from affection up to sensual time up to sexual time. And fifth, use the increased time for better teamwork. Use this extra time to talk about all those topics where you're not on the same page. Talk it through by sharing power and bouncing the ball. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, please click the five stars and leave a review. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And follow me at facebook.com forward slash Dr. Wyatt Fisher or on Instagram at Dr. Wyatt Fisher. Also, this podcast has made a positive impact on you. I'd love to hear from you at info at drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it, it will thrive. But if you don't, it will die. The choice is up to you. Take care.